there are shows in this world that we will never fully understand understand except ghost adventures we have watched every episode to build our obsession our fandom watching alongside each other because no one we know really gives a damn gives a damn Watching Zack and crew catch groundbreaking proof of the paranormal, inspiring us to explore our own interest in otherworldly phenomena. This is our podcast. We are Paranormal Quintas. <laughs> what up, what up? Woo. It's me, Leah. And it's Bethany. And we're here today to hang out with you guys and talk a little ghost adventures. Woo, woo. So today we are visiting the episode called the Old Idaho Penitentiary. Idaho. <laughs> and this is uh, the season finale, I think, right? Of season one. You are correct. <laughs> Snaps already so soon. Yeah. How crazy. Only uh, eight episodes, I think. Yeah. yeah. Eight. This is episode eight. <laughs> <laughs> I've got something real fancy for you. (laughs) (laughs) The Ghost Adventures team heads to Boise to investigate the old Idaho penitentiary. The prison once housed killers destined for the gallows. And even though the criminals may be gone, their spirits remain locked behind the high stone walls of the prison. Thanks, Travel Channel Go. That's uh, <laughs> that was not written by me. <laughs> I'm crying like I was just so tra- in a trance. You got me. But uh, that's a a good recap of the episode. Um, I'll break down just a couple other little facts that we heard uh, during the guys doing their interviews um, when they get to the site. Um, so this uh, penitentiary is uh, 130 years old, um, a little bit older now because we're talking this was back in 2008. So you do the math. Um, apparently there were a couple riots. I mean, it's a prison. So if you've seen any movies, right? I think that was in like with the 70s or something. Yeah. Like they later the riots, in the 1970s. Yeah. Um, but again, this uh, to Bethany's point, what she read off the app was uh, the gallows. Right. So this site was known for, uh, I believe, documented 10 executions uh, at this penitentiary. Uh, let's see. Yeah. So they had um, they said they documented like 10 executions here, but there had to have been more because they had like what they call the Rose Garden now. And it's where people would be executed at the gallows <laughs> and families would like hang out outside the walls of the penitentiary and climb up this big ass hill <laughs> and look down into it just for some good old fashioned family entertainment <laughs> and watch some people get hung at the gallows. Um, let's see. They also had a couple suicides here. Um, the woman that was going through um, the penitentiary with Zach was talking about how people got put into the solitary confinement uh, area, which they called Siberia, which they never really explained why, why? they called it Siberia. Leah says it's because <laughs> it's far. <laughs> Like they had to walk really far to get there. Like it's not attached to the penitentiary. It's its own little building. So I think because they're separated, but I don't know. I really don't know. I didn't do any research there. It's just my logic. Just speculation. (laughs) Yeah, we didn't research that, but they called it Siberia, but it was where you would go for, uh, if you were condemned to solitary confinement. And that's where people went crazy, committed suicide. Some people were locked in there for days, weeks, or years. 
Um, just, I guess, depending on how awful they thought you were. I don't know. Sounds messed up to me. Um, <laughs> so I think uh, some of the highlights and what kind of leads some of the investigations and what gets the guys going are some of the incidents that happened on that side, aside from the suicides and the riots. Um, there was one instance, and they talk about one guy, one inmate, and how he lost his life. And <laughs> I don't know if it's too soon to bring it up because it's real juicy. <laughs> Well, he lost his life in the shower in a prison. He lost his life in the shower in the prison. The lady said he was gang raped to death. And that just shocked Zach. <laughs> Zach he was shook it. He didn't know what the hell to do with that information. He stops and he's like, gang raped to death? Dude, he was so shook, bro. Like, and I mean, to think about it, I'd be shook too. Yeah. I've never heard of such an event. I've I never, mean, like, death by dicks in prison. <laughs> I <laughs> like, mean, it sounds like a really we bad. We watched enough true crime. It's a thing that happens. I guess so, yeah. I've seen Blood In, Blood Out. <laughs> <laughs> We've seen the movies. <laughs> So that, that shit was crazy, but there's a, a funny moment later on uh, during the investigation that I, we can probably circle back to, but yeah. it has to do with that uh, cell or that well, area, you know, the shower. With things like this happening in the penitentiary, it's probably why it was called hell, according to the convicts. <laughs> like, they just they straight up just called it hell. And I would, too. I mean, nobody wants to be in a penitentiary. Yeah, mm. no. No fun at all. Uh, one of the other uh, big takeaways during the interviews is in regards to the last execution that happened there in the Idaho uh, penitentiary. It was one Mr. Raymond uh, Snowden who was dubbed the Jack or Jack the Ripper of Idaho. Uh, one of his last victims, who I believe is a Cora Dean, uh, saw her. He saw her in a bar. He decided to uh, follow her on out and apparently inflicted Miss Cora Dean with 35 stab wounds, a lot of them uh, in, in her spine area. So definitely not a cool guy. Uh, Dude, that sucks. That is a super brutal way to die. Um, and he therefore was executed, I think rightfully so. <laughs> so, yeah, they said they found his, um, murder weapon, the like four inch blade or yeah. was it two inch. I don't know. <laughs> it, was, it was a really small <laughs> it was, blade. It was, it was like blade, a pocket yeah. knife. Yeah. It was a pocket knife. They found it at like his favorite cigar shop. And, I, yeah, and it, so that's like the cigar shop claim to fame now is <laughs> freaking Raymond Snowden's murder blade. weapon found. Um, but when he was executed, um, of course, they hung him. They didn't hang him in what is now the Rose Garden for, you know, people to see. They hung him in this room, this execution room. And uh, it it was supposed to be measured out like the noose was supposed to be measured out in in a way that his neck would snap immediately upon like, you know, the floor being released yeah <laughs> i can see it in my mind i don't know if i'm so good at explaining it but um but that did not happen no. <laughs> his neck did not snap immediately it took 15 to 16 minutes for him to die so oh, he was goodness. there just like strangled to just well i mean screw this dude he sucks yeah he oh, deserves yeah. it but uh zach was super excited about this he was like oh that has to like create a residual energy you know <laughs> and and he calls out to raymond and i thought this was kind of funny because he's like if you have any last words you wanted to say <laughs> we'll be back here later tonight like <laughs> should be recording now, now yeah. and I, I love it because it it 
kind of called to my attention how they've grown so much since season one and and they're so ready to catch anything at any point in time now and i can't help but relate because <laughs> me and leah have hit so many road bumps in figuring out how to podcast that we know you know going forward how we're gonna continue to, to be better and strive for perfection <laughs> And, and I thought that was a funny moment because Zach doesn't, you know, if he's going to ask questions or anything, he's going to have an EVP mm-hmm. recorder yeah. ready, ready to go. Yeah. But in this episode, he's like, we'll be back later. <laughs> I was like, dude. He's being he, considerate. Like yeah. he's giving this dude time to really think, man, what do I want what my last my last word? Like, I, I don't know. I through. just feel like uh, Raymond Snowden had, has had a couple years to uh, <laughs> haunt the building and think about it already so he should be prepared at any minute (laughs) this all happens in the interviews um and of course the guys are super eager to lock down uh, or to be locked down and i think one of the other real i would call it a highlight from the interview is they um speak with a local news reporter who was apparently on site he started to feel affected. He got a headache. Um, he was with a paranormal group and they were taking pictures of him in that moment. Oh, and yeah. They Dan did Hamilton. Capture, Dan Hamilton. Thank you. Yeah. They did capture a pretty gnarly um, light anom- anomaly uh, <laughs> hanging out on top of Dan's head. And it's kind of crazy because in the picture, he he looks to be like in some pain and he's holding his head like, oh, God, he's in deep distress. Yeah, this is a nightmare. And then there's this huge glowing orb right on top of his head. So that, of course, excited the crew. Uh, and I think helped kick off the investigation. Yeah, they they put an X cam there or like, you know, they marked it for an X cam. And that was in the Rose Garden. Again, the Rose Garden used to be like an area uh, of, you know, the gallows. It used to be where people were hung. And my favorite part in the pre like, you know, investigation segment of the show <laughs> was that Zach and Nick decide to go outside the penitentiary and up the hill that's like next to the to the prison um, so they could get that view looking down into the Rose Garden to kind of experience what (laughs) people would experience when they would go look look in on these executions. Uh, Again, they said that fam like pe- parents would take their children to go see Which these just crazy. some good old-fashioned fun and that's something apart you know that's a, it's a piece of american history that <laughs> seems to repeat itself in the olden days <laughs> when people really like to watch each other die very interesting to me yeah especially sure to take some... your young kid what the fuck idaho it happened everywhere though this <laughs> yeah is just it's, crazy. it's just american yeah. history i'm sure it happened in other places too but um the best part was that uh this hill was snake infested <laughs> And Zach and Nick were so brave (laughs) to go up the hill. And we found out another one of Zach's big fears. Oh, yeah. And it is snakes. Yeah, it was pretty brutal to see him react. He was like, this isn't like he was just freaking out the whole time. And he's like, I don't know where to step. There's hissing everywhere. And he was like, if I see one, I'm going to run off like a girl. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to run like a little girl. I don't care. (laughs) I'm like, whoa, 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 Zach. But it's it's pretty great. Way to be machismo, bro. Thanks a lot. So macho. (laughs) I still love you, Zach. Um, But uh, (laughs) but I think my favorite part when they're going up the hill and I have to quote it. I have to because Zach's freaking out and he's like, I don't want to get bit by anything. And he looks back at Nick and he was like, are you going to suck the venom out of me? (laughs) And Nick's like, I don't want to suck anything out of you. (laughs) 
that was the best that, part. That's probably the best part in the whole episode. The whole it episode, so hands funny. down. Dude, just that segment. It was like a five minute segment. And it was incredible. Every second of it. Because he was like freaking out about the rattling. And then this fool, <laughs> this dude, he's like, I'm going to face my fears. And then he picks up a fucking wild snake. Just straight up picks it up. And he picks it up oh, wrong. wrong. Leah was so mad the whole time. She was like, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> and you never watched Animal Planet. That, that's, a, that's a quote. I did say exactly that because it blew my mind. He picks it up like from the bat, like the tail tip. The tail. And I'm like, no, dude, that thing's going to wrap around and fucking eat you. <laughs> Don't do that. But uh, he did it. And then he like throws it and immediately and starts off. apologizing. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, he ran <laughs> off and apologized. And it's so funny, you know, the technique as Leah critiqued. <laughs> he picked it up by the tail end and it did try to start coming at him. He was like, why is it coming at me? And it's like, dude, because you pick it up by the head. Like, <laughs> It was hilarious, adorable, high class entertainment. It was an excellent moment. We enjoyed it. Oh, he also was talking about, because seriously, it was a mad infestation. It was like a minefield of snakes. Yeah. And he was like, the floor is moving. It's like, it's Indiana Jones. <laughs> It's like Indiana Jones. <laughs> and like right after he says that, he's kind of like crouched down and he's like freaking out. And then he looks back at Nick and he's like, hurry up, Nick, get up here. <laughs> he's like and getting it's like, irritated. It's like, dude, you don't want to be up there. Why the fuck does Nick want to go yeah, up there? Nick like, straight up's like, I'm not moving. Yeah, <laughs> he's straight up like, I don't want to go up. You're freaking me out, man. I don't want to go up there. It's so good. Oh, it was perfect. It was per- I could watch that segment just over and over. Yeah, it was pretty good. <laughs> It was beautiful. They did brave it out and they made it to the top and got to look down into the penitentiary. And it was a pretty cool view. And that's just the commitment, (laughs) proof of commitment that these guys, you know, make to get the views, to get the good stuff. Uh, And we appreciate it. Yeah, they paint that picture. So I think those were really the highlights from the interview. Uh, Definitely the snake uh, infestation probably being the peak uh, during the interview. So I think that means we might be ready for honorable haunts and skimpy scales. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So to be pretty upfront. I think we might have more skimpies than honorable haunts in this episode. Yeah, I think this was the this was the first one that had a lot more skimpy scares for me. Yeah, it was kind of a bummer. It was kind yeah. of a bummer of an episode. Yeah, well, I don't know. I'm mixed on that statement <laughs> only because it was so much fun to watch, like all of it, uh, especially that pre investigation. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but as far as like paranormal evidence goes, I would agree with this statement. Yeah, uh, I should rephrase. It was a bummer of an episode due to the lack of paranormal <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah. that was actually uh, investigated here and what was found um, to kind of kick it off with some of the skimpies for me. And I don't even know if we discussed this, but uh, this comes back to the investigation right before the lockdown. Zach looks up at the sky and I just thought this was funny because it's also kind of trippy because he's right. The clouds kind of form and they look like eyes staring down at them at the penitentiary and it looks they do look like menacing eyes. Uh, And he was like, 
let's go. Like, yeah. like he was ready for it. Because oh yeah. These eyes were looking down on him. He's like, it definitely feels like we're being watched now. Yeah. <laughs> and then let's go. Yeah. He yeah. does. He does that a lot. And I love it. Like he's like, this is scary. Mm, let's go. Let's go. Like yeah. it was great. So I classified that as a skimpy because it was kind of cool to see. Um, and, and yeah. And the clouds <laughs> did look like menacing eyes, but I also saw like a little sad face. Yeah. Like a little grumpy. sad, a little, mm. a little grumpy mouth. Mm, why are you here? <laughs> it was kind of cute. <laughs> but it was good it was good uh for me one of the first skimpy ones that i noted was um of course as leah mentioned earlier there was a death by gang rape uh in the shower and even when they were setting up the x cams for this zach was talking to aaron and he was like you know where this is going right and aaron's like you're gonna send me <laughs> And I love it because we're at the end of season one and already we have established that we need to send Aaron into spaces alone because yeah. the people live for it oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, the, and the undead. I don't know. <laughs> the ghosts love it, too. But in that that moment where they were first getting Aaron set up, Zach is telling the spirits like, I told you I'd bring a gift for you. Our gift is Aaron. And Aaron's like, oh, hell no. What's going on? He just gets like real sad and Aaron's yeah. like, dude, <laughs> like yeah. do not offer me to the gang rape. Yeah. But ghost. as as Zach is offering Aaron up to the gang rape ghosts, um, that's, that's another kind of got a fun band name i don't know <laughs> where the game grave goes <laughs> 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 messed up though i don't i have mixed feelings on it anyways yeah, um so uh aaron feels uh the water bottle in his back pocket kind of lift and he starts to freak out and they show um in the cell before it happens there's like a little shadow Right. There was yeah. a shadow on the night vision camera and you really can't see it very well until they enhance the visual and kind of like change the lighting contrast. And it's just a super light shadow like kind of behind Aaron. And then he kind of freaks out about that water bottle. That for me was a little bit I, I put it as a skimpy because yeah. it was really hard to see that shadow. I had to like go back and watch it a few times. And um and also, again, it's just one of those moments where we don't really truly get to experience it. Yeah, I feel the same way. If we would have saw the bottle kind of lift or something like that, that would have been cool. Like, actually see the ghost trying to get at that ass. Uh, that would have been cool, but we didn't. So, skimpy yeah. scare for sure. Um, for me, another one was the... Uh, we heard some screams. Zach heard some screams coming from the Rose Garden. Like, right at the start of the investigation, that's like one of the first big things and he runs over there he trips along the way to get there and that's always great anytime zach hurts himself the guys love it like nick and aaron just have a great time you always see them just laughing and that's like their favorite part but zach falls on his way to the rose garden but we don't hear the screams when they get to the rose garden there's no more screaming um so again it was just something they experienced so for me it wasn't entertaining so that was a skimpy moment for me yeah they also, I think it was the first EVP that they caught. They say that they hear it say, say what? <laughs> um, but I didn't hear it. It just sounded like static to me. And again, I went back and watched and watched and I just did not hear it. And that bummed me out. I mean, I believe them. Um, I just, I just didn't hear it. Yeah. Yeah, same. They had the motion, motion detectors. Yeah. yeah. I think. No, wait, that one, that was a light mist by the motion detectors too. 
And that one was pretty skimpy. Yeah, it just happened so quick. Uh, although I love the motion detectors. The motion detectors are super cool. Oh, yeah. I always love the tech. Anytime that they incorporate the tech with it, because, again, this builds their credibility and their reputation. <laughs> so I, I really enjoy it. But, uh, yeah, that one didn't. It wasn't as exciting as some of the stuff we've seen in this season. Um, another skimpy. Dang, this list is. I'm sorry. Y'all. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, for me was the experiment in the rose garden because they wanted to kind of recreate what happened to dan hamilton um they go hang out in the rose garden at 3 a.m and they like really planned this out and it was all so exciting and they didn't catch anything and they were out there for a while taking pictures using the cameras and they got some orbs but they debunked them as like dust and bugs and stuff. Yeah. So they didn't catch anything in the Rose Garden. And that really bummed me out because I don't know. I feel like it having been a gallows in the past should have had some like creepy stuff going on. Oh, for sure. And I feel like they were really counting on it to, to be able to capture some stuff out there. Yeah. Well, like, you know, as usual, the guys are experiencing like feelings of sensitivity, getting headaches. Um you know, the usual like body responses. Well, that they're growing their yeah. empathy and yeah. like growing their, you know, their superpowers <laughs> <laughs> of like being able to to feel the what the ghosts are feeling instead of being so aggressive and just like come at me or and, you know, screw you. They're like, oh, I'm feeling a certain type of way. And this is just kind of the tipping or like the beginning of them being able to understand that they're being taken over by ghosts. Yeah. But yeah, let's talk about some honorable ones. I'm getting bummed out. <laughs> I'm tired now. <laughs> yeah. Let's type it up with some honorable haunts. Um, For me, I feel <laughs> like one of the big ones that we both agreed on was the loud knocks yeah. that came from inside. At 1 16 a.m. <laughs> yeah, there were three, right? Three loud knocks. I think so. Um, that's cool, depending on how much we hear them as the audience. Um, but those were some really defined knocks. And I think this was when Nick and Aaron were like, is that you walking up there in me? Right? Am yeah. I wrong? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. <laughs> so that was an, uh, an honorable haunt for me. Yeah, I love that because we got to hear it and experience it with them. Um, those are some pretty cool loud knocks. And even in the walkthrough, I think, was it Ellen? I don't remember. One of the ladies was talking about how she heard like reverberating noises in the house, like loud knocks and doors slamming and stuff. So that was cool. I love it when people who tell their stories can get that validation through the show. Yeah, that's always really great for me. But I think the most honorable one we got was when they used the ITC, the Instrumental Transcommunication, which Ooh. was an experimental method, they said, um, and like new tech, which, you know, um, by now that we love new tech. Oh, yeah. This one was really cool because they do this thing and I, I wish I made exact note of the of the connections, but it's basically a video to camera using audio. So they were picking up on these audio waves and it's transmitting into like images and it's really it's yeah, it's like a camera feed that goes into the TV and then creates a feedback because you're recording it at the same time. It's like putting two speakers face to face and turning them on and making music. Yeah, like you're creating yeah. a feedback, but it's through images. 
um, which, which in which they say that like ghosts can try to appear, kind of like when you watch like a snowy TV. Oh yeah, it's very and, poltergeist. And the poltergeist. Yeah, yeah it's that Carol scene Ann, from Poltergeist. Like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it is that scene from Poltergeist. Where yeah. you see the people because that's exactly what we get. Yeah, <laughs> actual thing. You know, the actual image looked like a head and neck and shoulders, probably to like the mid torso point. Yeah, and it, I thought it was kind of funny because the neck is a little elongated. Mm-hmm. It looks a little skinny. And Zach was like, it could be Raymond Snowden because he was hung and he's got a thin neck now. <laughs> he said it so seriously. I loved it, though, because I'm not going to lie. I thought the same thing, but I never thought to like say, say that. But <laughs> <laughs> I think we mentioned that like episode one, Zach is going to do this. Oh, like all the time trying to connect the dots for the viewer, for the story to bring it together, to even could like build that moment and like, oh yeah. crap, maybe that was Robert Snowden with his wrung out Raymond. neck or Raymond, my bad. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. And I do like that he does that. I like that they try to create a story. It makes for really good TV. It makes for great entertainment. Mm-hmm. I just don't always subscribe to that, you yeah. know, and, and I think that that's fine. Oh yeah. But that's all I had for my skimpies and my honorables. Yeah, I think I think that was it. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that means it's time for a little, 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 little. Zach's fashion for ah! It's brutal, man. It's every time. It's so brutal. I love it. So in this episode, the guys actually show up in like uniform. I love it. And I loved this moment. They show up wearing Ghost Adventure Crew tees. And in the back, it says Ghost Adventures Crew. And in the front, we have like, it's all, it's solid black. And then like a white kind of shadow of a coffin. Uh, And what's the little... Uh, a cross it's like yes, a celtic cross yes kind thank of thing. you yeah yeah and that's hanging out in the middle of the coffin <laughs> actually i think it's like a catholic cross i don't know it's the cross with like the little circle in the middle yeah yeah it's that thing so <laughs> but the guys look brutal and i'm gonna be honest i searched online for these shirts because i need one and nobody makes them <laughs> yeah. so if you find the ghost adventures crew season one t-shirt holla at you girl <laughs> dude it's so cool yeah it says gac on the front and and I love it so much. And I noticed um, upon my second watch of this episode that Aaron had a hat, too. I don't know if you noticed. Yeah, Aaron he had, had a had trucker a, hat. He had a trucker hat that said Ghost Adventures Crew. And it was just so cool because it was like, ah, like y'all have <laughs> y'all made a merch. Like, <laughs> and they're all wearing it and it's all in uniform and it's so freaking cute. I, I loved it and I really want one, too. <laughs> we should make like bomber jackets. <laughs> That would be awesome. I'd rock it all day, every night. Um, I think another noticeable for me in the fashion was we've mentioned before when Zach goes to get his uh, investigation kind of looked into by other people. He's always rocking a hat. Evidence, yeah. Yeah. And um, this episode, there was no hat. Yeah, that was great. I was so happy. (laughs) I was a little shooketh because I was expecting. I was like, oh, God, what hat are we going to get this episode? No hat. Go Zach, but a part of me kind of missed the shitty hat. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> so that was they a, are a fun. Takeaway. The they, hats are fun, yeah. But yeah, he was wearing like some headphones and stuff, um, but he was just super gelled. <laughs> but man, yeah, you're right. The hats are a lot of fun. Um, but I, I was happy that that he wasn't wearing. One. <laughs> 
And I think for me, that was really all that I noted. It all came back to those GAC shirts. Yeah. And how cool they were. I wanted one so bad. Oh, no. Same. <laughs> so let's see. I think with the history, the haunts, and the fashion, I think it's time to rate this baby. Hmm. I wrote down upon my initial watch, I put three claws. But after watching it like three more times, <laughs> I think I'm going to raise that to 3.5 claws. Ooh, what changed your mind? How fun it was to watch. It was just fun. fun. Like, I think I put three initially because of the lack of like paranormal evidence. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, it was such a fun episode with the snakes and the awesome T-shirts. Like, yeah. it was just a really fun episode. I feel like maybe I was a, I was a bit nicer than you this go around. I gave it a 4.2 claws. <laughs> and I think all the points you just made, plus that dark silhouette was really freaking cool to see. And of course with that tech and getting that evidence i was like hell yeah baby so yeah. i i gave it a 4.2 claws well i wasn't Pretty that close. far nah. off yeah nah, that's good uh, i do feel like i've been a little harsher lately but and this is just season one yeah <laughs> but i mean i don't know but they came out the gate so strong with bobby, bobby mackey's Mackie. music world and then to end here i was a little bit disappointed yeah to to end the season with so you know so little evidence but also as we go through these episodes and something i think we both noticed i don't know by like season 15 (laughs) (laughs) is that when the preliminary part or like the pre-investigation when that segment is longer than usual Mm -hmm. you know that they didn't catch a lot because they're focusing on so many other little things and in episodes where they catch a lot of evidence the the little preview interviews are a lot faster or shorter there's a lot less content there so with this one with them focusing so much on like zach's fear of snakes and like entertaining us in that regard it made up for the lack of paranormal activity oh definitely good point i think that might be the end then for old idaho penitentiary and that is the end of season one for us with with ghost adventures yeah whoa it's pretty crazy can't believe we're here i know so since this was the end of season one i can't believe it we made it this far (laughs) (laughs) um we would like to kind of do a season overview so so big sis i want to know what was like your favorite haunt my favorite haunt Aside from some of our editing, um, I'm gonna, <laughs> I appreciate y'all holding it down during some of this. Um, no, uh, in regards to the episodes, my favorite haunt is the former psychiatric hospital. Um, and it really comes back to that piece of evidence the guys capture where there's this hand shadow that comes out of the back of uh zach Mm -hmm. and we capture that on camera and there's an instant chain of events with emf and evp and it was just a really climactic moment in that investigation and it it, when i think about the whole season i go back directly to that moment so that's my my top haunt of season one yeah oh that was such a good one that was on my list for sure yeah just that hand was so creepy dude so brutal yeah it was really good what about you what are you feeling oh geez louise (laughs) (laughs) it's so hard to choose um but since you already said the hand (laughs) 
I have kind of two answers. Liz. I think my favorite like haunt as in the sense of like a scare or like a piece of evidence would be like the three scratches down Zach's back Ooh. in the Bobby Mackey episode. Yeah. Because um, we they I love the physical evidence that they get throughout the season, like the Nick getting slapped and Aaron mm. getting slapped. And uh, us getting a peek of that Zach crack <laughs> was great when he got those scratches. Uh-huh. Um, and it is so, I don't it's just so terrifying to me to like put yourself in a situation that is so dangerous, like, you know, especially spiritually. Yeah. So I'm going to put the scratch for like as far as like a piece of evidence. But, but the reason I have kind of like a two answer is that my favorite haunt as far as like location was the Moundsville Penitentiary. Oh, that one was yeah. real juicy. God, that one was so good. Sometimes I wish it was their last episode. Yeah. Because the last one, we had a really long list of skimpies. Yeah. And, um, or this one, this last one. Um, whereas the Moundsville Penitentiary, we had like one or two skimpies. Yeah, it was the yin and yang of penitentiary. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was, um, yeah, I, I can see that. Moundsville should have closed the season. I think over so. Over Idaho. Yeah, yeah just, just because I feel like they kind of, especially now they put those slower episodes in the middle Mm -hmm. and they usually start and end with a bam. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So they didn't quite have the, the flow of the seasons by season one, but I don't think we do either. We'll get it down (laughs) just like they do. Dude, I can't, I I just, I relate so much. (laughs) What? Oh, go ahead. No, you go. Uh, I was going to say, I think with um, talking the haunts, we got to talk the fashion. Oh I yeah, mean, what was your your favorite <laughs> what was your favorite fashion moment? All right, I'm going back. We got an affliction tee here, the bedazzled skull. <gasps> oh, I love that one. It was brutal. It was right on his chest. It was, you know, he was very yeah. proud of it. Yeah. And uh so the bedazzled skull affliction tee and the fedoler hat. <laughs> <laughs> now, are you picking these cuz they scared you or you really liked them? both (laughs) uh for me i picked the rose tea i think that was in the haunted mansion i think yeah oh i loved it it was so pretty (laughs) (laughs) yeah i picked the rose one although again moundsville was great because zach just looked perfect yeah just perfect but as far as like affliction tees go that was my favorite one. <laughs> oh yeah yeah and we got to give it up to the affliction tees so i know i need to get one <laughs> so we've got our favorite scares what about your favorite piece of tech what what do you think was the best tech or the coolest like whatever i don't even care what stood out to you oh man there was so much awesome tech i wasn't prepared the uh trans communicator which oh, oh what the was itc it? the itc yeah. yes that we got was that idaho i Ooh. was it this no yeah i think it was idaho it was idaho. I was idaho yeah it was this one yeah because it was the new snack business yes <laughs> yes i just thought it was really cool to see that figure oh but there was just Ah, oh, so much really good tech, but I think being introduced to the ITC um, was really cool. So I'll go with that. Yeah, the ITC was really good. I think for me, it would be the motion sensors. Ooh, I just yeah. love motion sensors because you can leave them be. You can walk away, have an X cam on them 
and they're gonna catch some stuff yeah you know well if you're in a really haunted place (laughs) but i just feel like it's such a good fun reliable extra piece of tech because when you just set an x cam and that's it you can catch stuff but i just feel like when you have an extra piece there and it's a perfect companion piece (laughs) and they got that really cool shadow and haunting and in one of the penitentiaries and yeah i really enjoyed that one yeah and and they continue to use motion detectors and all kinds of sensors and the sensors even get a little more um elaborate but that's a really solid piece of tech right there that we get to see evolve so i like it yeah yeah so what's that haunts fashions tech tech. so if we had to rate the whole season what you gonna rate it oh man (laughs) that's hard that's really hard (laughs) thinking back (laughs) on this season (laughs) wayne's world (laughs) yeah um thinking back on this season it was so much fun because when they went to the your favorite one the uh yeah, former psychiatric. former psychiatric I, I keep wanting to say unnamed <laughs> <laughs> the former psychiatric ward uh that was one of the first ones where i was like oh i remember this one like that one really stuck with me yeah. from freaking 13 years ago 12 you know what however many years ago <laughs> um and, and so did Bobby Mackey's, but everybody remembers Bobby Mackey's. Like, yeah. It's just such a staple for, for all ghost shows and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but it was just so much fun to re-watch it, and they got so much good stuff. There were some flops in the season. Like, yeah. I felt really bad when they went to this location, the Idaho, yeah. Idaho one. Yeah. Because they didn't get a lot. Mm-hmm. And then there was the one in um, Edinburgh, oh yeah they didn't get a lot there it wasn't that and great it was such a cool place yeah. and it had so much good lore <sighs> i'm thinking about this too hard <laughs> but i think i would say overall this season i'd give it like three and a half claws oh did you see my notes <laughs> oh is that what you gave it i said 3.5 claws oh! three claws up that's awesome yeah i debated a four I debated a fourteen, but <laughs> I think three point five is is good because for all the reasons you said. <laughs> well, also like because it's so early on, the tech is so rudimentary, yeah, and the filming is a little mm-hmm. more rudimentary because it, it genuinely is just the three guys, yeah. Whereas as they expand, they get more crew and stuff, and they even like introduce some of that crew. They get nerve center, like it really expands. Um, so it's a it's an awesome first season and it, and I love how like homegrown it is and kind of shaky yeah. and stuff much like us <laughs> <laughs> a little scary in the edits and but yeah I love it so much it's such a great season but as a whole series there's so much good stuff oh to come. my goodness oh my goodness and we'll be doing this for ten thousand years yeah. as we discuss it all with you but we're excited for every moment so that's season one of ghost adventures and uh we're gonna continue this uh, little roller coaster ride yeah with uh some personal stories and of course season two yeah ghost adventures i think we've got a couple or like one or two more ish i'm not sure right now <laughs> we're working on stuff right now um for this that i would consider season one for paranormal putas but we'll be working on getting season two uh of ghost adventures watched and then i think we'll 
kind of launch season two of paranormal buddhas you know oh in, yeah in alignment yeah <laughs> and that's just how this roller coaster ride's gonna go <laughs> strap in <laughs> <laughs> thanks for hanging out that's it but as usual we want to send you off with a little love and light we're gonna do a little ritual for you hail to the guardians of the watchtowers of the east the powers of air and invention hear me and you are now healed. <laughs> I feel good. Um, so yeah, we hope you join us back for season two. It's me, Leah. <laughs> and it's me, Bedley. <laughs> and we're signing off with two besitos. From these putitos. Peace. <laughs> and then we'll do the usual.